Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm confident we're going to be prepared to play. We're going to go into every game believing we can win. We're going to have a lot of young players excited to see develop, and we have a chance to be part of that core you're talking about. It's time for the Ben Charrington Show. Every Sunday on the Pirates Radio Network. For all Pirates breaking news updates and information, as well as a chance to win exclusive prizes, follow the Pirates on Twitter, at Pirates to Snapchat. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pirates. And on Instagram at Pittsburgh Pirates. Find out more at Pittsburgh.com slash Connect. It's the Ben Charrington Show. Every Sunday on the Pirates Radio Network. Welcome into the show. Joe Block with you and Pirates manager, ben, uh, general manager, Ben Sherrington. I always call you the manager. Well, you are one of the managers of uh, the Pirates, just generally speaking. I think, uh, wh- they, I think in other sports they drop the general, right? They just use manager. But yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. the, 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 you have the coach and you have the, the you, manager. You can so. just call me Ben. Okay, <laughs> that'll probably work. <laughs> well, Ben, uh, hey, so uh, today uh, the Pirates are making some moves. you got to be glad to have... Colin Moran back, uh, missing nearly a month with a groin strain. Um, so he's back in the lineup today. That's good. Uh, some other moves today as well. Cole Tucker goes down. Uh, Mitch Keller to the IL. And Austin Davis is back. I'd like to talk about all those guys to some degree or fashion. Uh, you you pick the order. Sure, let's do that. Well, we're um, excited to see Colin back in the lineup. Um, obviously, he got a chance to get to Indy and get some at-bats and looked like Colin Moran in those at-bats and uh, was feeling good. So, we decided to get him back here uh, yesterday. He was actually in the dugout uh, for yesterday's game, and we'll activate him today. He's in the lineup, and he's an important part of the of the team. Certainly, an important part of the lineup, and uh, you know, I think he adds a real important element. So, good to see that. Um, and uh, yeah, we optioned Tuck. Um, you know, we we've talked about before. Uh, he needs to play. You know, we really encouraged by the work he's doing. I think he feels good about the work he's doing. He's got to play. He's got to play a lot. Uh, not getting a chance to play much here, so he'll get a chance to do that in Indy, and we're looking forward to seeing that. And then, uh, yeah, after the last two days, obviously the bullpen worked extremely hard and did an incredible job um, over the last couple of days, and so we're going to um, give them another uh, uh, fresh-rested pitcher today with Austin Davis, uh, who had been on a rehab assignment, but he's been healthy and he's been pitching really well in Indy. And he's eligible, so we, uh, we, we he's here today. He'll be active, and then uh, Mitch Keller goes on the on the IL, and that's one where um, can't say too much more than that. Um, other than uh, you know, we certainly hope and expect it's not really going to get in the way of his um, routine and, and next outing going forward. So there's a possibility that Mitch could still make his uh, next turn Thursday. That's right. Okay, yep. so that's good to know. He left his last start with heat illness. Yep, and. Uh, 
So going forward, uh, let's talk about Austin Davis for a moment. Uh, we saw him briefly last year, uh, and uh, as a left-hander, uh, could he be a lefty specialist? Is he a multiple-inning guy? Uh, does he just help out right now? Because uh, yep. he pitched well down on his rehab assignments, yep. it looks like. Yep. And last year, stranding runners, too. Yeah, we certainly think he can be a multiple-inning guy. I think, you know, every we kind of think about that way with everyone in our bullpen, really. Um, we saw it yesterday. So we'd like to. We'd <laughs> like everyone in our bullpen to be capable of that anyway, and, and Austin is capable of that. Um, no, we think he can. You know, not necessarily a left-on-left left guy. He's, uh, it's mostly fastball slider, uh, but he can pitch to righties uh, with his fastball. Uh, you know, he's done a really good job since he came over here last year of executing that four-seamer um, and using that to the right spots, and then getting getting off of that with the slider. Uh, as you said, he's been really effective in his rehab. Uh, he was effective uh, last year in the big leagues towards the end of the year, so um, had a, had the forearm injury uh, going into spring training. He's coming back from that now and feeling good, and we're looking forward to seeing him out there. He's someone that we believe can help us over time. And a follow-up on Cole Tucker, uh, and, and he's such a fan favorite, one of the most likable people that you'll ever meet. Um, how close is he to being a uh, a, a contributor at the major league level. I think he's going to tell us, you know, um, he's going to get a chance to go play a lot in Indy. And um, by the way, he's a team favorite too. He's a fan favorite. He's a team <laughs> favorite. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's always, he's a favorite for all of us. Uh, you know, love the personality and the energy and, and he's a talented young player. And as we've talked about before and uh, not, this is not specific to Cole. This is just generally a statement on AAA baseball that um you know there's no such thing as a prospect when we get to that level um you're either someone who can come up and help us in the big leagues and help us compete and win games um or you're not ready to do that yet and uh cole will tell us you know with his performance uh we we there's no question about how hard he's working at it um we know he's talented uh we know he's doing the work and, and over time that's going to translate on the field it's just a matter of um how long that takes and um, he'll get a chance to go play every day, which is important, and uh, look forward to seeing him do that and earn his way back. A little bit more uh, news and notes with Ben Charrington. Uh, also, uh, uh, Philip Evans, is he nearing a return down at Indy? We think so. He's going to play today uh, for Indy, I believe, in the outfield. And um, you'll see how that goes and then, you know, maybe make a determination. Uh, we got the off day tomorrow. Uh, make a determination, you know, after that uh, if it's time. Uh, every th all the reports have been positive so far, and he's – uh, starting to swing the bat well and we uh, compared to Colin we just wanted to make sure that he had the opportunity to move around the field a little bit more because that's going to be his role um, if he comes back he's going to have to move around the field so just in terms of testing him physically um, we wanted to make sure he got work in more than just one spot and Derek Shelton said uh, Trevor Cahill a live batting practice today still to, to be decided uh, whether he will start uh, pitch out of the bullpen initially uh, Miguel Yahure, who's actually on the minor league injured list, any updates on him? Yeah, um, well, going back to Cahill for a second. Yep. So um, the important things there are that, number one, we, we do want to keep the pitch count built back up. He had a chance to get up three times today uh, in the live uh, before earlier this morning, as you said. And that's important because we know he can pitch in both roles. He's done that uh, successfully in the past as a starter, as a reliever. He can do both within a season. Um, and But in order to do both, you've got to have you got to be in a position with your pitch count where you can go both ways and so we want to uh since he's been on the il miss some time we want to get that pitch count built back up um you know, we, we're going to need him we're going to need his help 
this year we want to we want to continue to make him available to be a starter if that's where the opportunity is so uh, he's coming along well and uh, yeah Miguel we're you know obviously really important young pitcher for us and we want to make sure that we're really on top of this um, he's feeling better uh, symptoms are getting better he you know had been pitching um, with some sensation and you know just eventually said well I'd like to let this calm down so it's not something he wasn't performing through uh, but once obviously once he told us that then we want to make sure that it's right and so we'll take a little time and get let it calm down he's feeling better uh, but we want to we'll make extra sure that he's really in a good spot before he starts throwing again um, you know we'll get a probably another evaluation done here in the next couple of days all right that's Ben Sherrington Pirates general manager and more with the Ben Sherrington show right after this here on the Pirates radio network back on the Ben Sherrington show along with the Pirates general manager and I wanted to ask you about key Brian Hayes he's back and give us an idea you've seen so much baseball uh, you you're a professional evaluator so this is uh, I want you to evaluate uh, some of the things that we've seen from key Brian Hayes even this week alone the the defensive plays um, his knack for uh, extra big extra base hits uh, uh, taking the ball the other way hitting it he, he actually made it out for the first time in a long time <laughs> trying to hit a ball the op opposite way on the ground uh, those kind of things are these really extraordinary features uh, or am I just overdoing it when I see some of this stuff no he's a really good player um, you know the, the defensive play he made to his left that first night back with runners on Second and third, you know, obviously that's a that's a two-run play and um, helped us win the game. Clearly, aside from whatever he did in his at bats, uh, you know, so he can he can impact the game and then he runs too. That's you know, like you don't you think about the defense, you think about the the offensive production, and then oh by the way, he can run too. Uh, so he's able to extend a double into a triple and um, be a threat on the bases. So he does a lot of things well. Um, he's also just a really uh, reliable, steady person, uh, smart, sees the game well, um, obviously been around the game his whole life, and um, has a lot of, uh, has a lot of uh, memories in that mental Rolodex, you know, of what uh, good baseball plays look like on the field, and I think he draws on that as a player. <clears throat> I know the other day, after the first night, after the game down in the clubhouse, talking about that defensive play he made and you know you have to sort of guard yourself against just starting to take like things that for granted you know take it for granted um, and you don't want to do that uh, because it was a really good play an impactful play in the game and yet on the bench I think there was some feeling that oh yeah of course he's going to make that play and we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't take that for granted and they won't either but we remind ourselves of that so he's fun to watch yeah I think that tells you once you start expecting it uh, when you expect greatness or uh, extraordinary plays, it shows you where he's at even this early in his career. And because it's so early in his career, it, it just got me to thinking again since he's come back. Uh, the, the thought of, uh, and, and typically teams don't do this in the middle of the season, but a contract extension uh, where you might want to, uh, uh, you've talked about having the, the pillars uh, of the team in place for the next couple of years here when the Pirates are competitive and then maybe competing for a World Series. Um, Hayes, Reynolds, whoever you want to name, or I, I can name, uh, but those types of players, uh, does that still resonate with you that that's something that you would like to do with certain players down the road? Yeah, I'd like to you know, answer the question and, you know, to be clear, not in any specific, not in any way specific to Cabrian. You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, we've talked about um, 
that idea before one that uh, we want to have an open door uh, for that kind of conversation with players. Typically, that conversation happens sometime between, you know, January, February. That's usually the time of the year where that happens. Um, it's a time of year where contracts for players who are not on already on long-term contracts that's the time of year you're figuring those out whether it's uh, someone who's in arbitration or someone who is pre-R but you still have to do a contract all that stuff typically happens uh, in January and February and so because it had those things are happening anyway that's the time to talk about um, other kinds of contracts uh, if it makes sense to and we just want the door open we want the door to be open. Uh, we want information to flow both ways. Uh, what makes sense to the player? What makes sense to the team? Share that information. See if it, um, you know, see if it lines up or overlaps in a way where it makes sense to talk about it more. Uh, our hope, you know, over time, our desire over time would be to find some of those opportunities. Um, that's not specific to any any individual player. But the only way to have the chance to do that is to first open up. The door to the conversation and so we want to continue to uh, create that environment and culture here where players understand that yeah there's a time of the year that you know we can open that door and have that conversation and then when that time is uh, some sometimes and, and we hope over time sometimes that will lead to something uh, but whenever those conversations whenever the time for those conver conversations is done which typically ends up being as you get into the season um, then we go back and we, we're fully aligned on how do, we, uh, how do we be the best we can on the field from a player's standpoint, how do they be the best they can on the field from our standpoint, how do we support that, how do we create the environment and put the resources around the player so that that can happen. So it's an interesting thing because uh, really other than that, other than potentially the conversation about a contract where there's a potential for disagreement, of course, because you're talking about how some how much someone is paid and that's a really personal thing and players should care about that and occasionally there can be a disagreement um, other than that we're truly aligned on everything you know we, <laughs> we want all the same things we want the player to be healthy really successful um, feel good about playing for the Pirates feel good about being in Pittsburgh uh, feel good about showing to work all, all those things we're completely aligned on um, so we so that we put a lot of our energy into that, you know, just like let's let's make sure we we know we're aligned on all this stuff, um, and then you know occasionally and usually once a year, there's a time to talk about contract. Over the winter, one of the other decisions you have to make is whether to tender a contract to certain players, mm -hmm. and I guess it was written in the press a little bit. Any player that uh, is going to arbitration years, uh, they say, well, should they bring him back? Should they not bring him back? Adam Frazier was one of those names, uh, who's one of the higher paid. Uh, pirates and uh, in a year where they're not uh, the, the team doesn't have a high salary so uh, the decision to bring him back looks pretty good I mean he's uh, he could be an all-star uh, for you right now and what goes into speaking in general but what goes into that process going forward here with a team that's still in the build mode uh, bringing back players uh, that have experience uh, that maybe their salaries are going up are, are the pirates willing to to pay those kind of salaries uh, to uh, bring back players that, as we saw with Frazier, I mean, he's having an outstanding season. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, and, and in uh, in Frazier's case, it really wasn't a decision. Um, there was no decision to be made last winter. It was an obvious one for us to, you know, tender him the contract. Um, despite maybe a little bit of a down year last year in a short season, 
um, still felt really confident in terms of how he was going to project as a player and that he was absolutely worth bringing back and paying the money that we expected him to make through arbitration and he's certainly earning earning that and he'll continue to earn that he's a good player um, and the funny thing about it is that um, you know we we want the players to earn money you know, that's that's if they're earning money it means they're earning money the earning part you know is the key there that uh, you know performance helps them helps us that's another thing again we're aligned on fully uh, want players to do well players doing well helps us we need lots of players doing well and of course if they do well over time they're going to get paid more as they should um, so you know that that's how I would think about that one um, and I hope that we have lots and lots of players doing really really great things on the field so they can they can make more money over time that's a good perspective from Pirates GM Ben Charrington, more after this. We'll go down on the farm uh, when we come back, right here on the Pirates Radio Network. Having a visit with Pirates GM Ben Charrington, getting a set for the Pirates and the Marlins. Pirates going for a four-game series sweep here at PNC Park this afternoon. Uh, Team USA, uh, kind of a little bit more interested than maybe I would have been because Todd Frazier's uh, with that club. Uh, he was fun to have around here. Uh, qualifying, uh, they, they've made it. Uh, have you been following that at all? We have, yeah. No, for, well, first of all, it's great that baseball's in the Olympics, at least in my opinion. That's a great thing that baseball is back in the Olympics. Um, and it's only a six-team field, so hard to get in. Um, a lot of countries out there that play baseball. So congrats to Team USA for qualifying. Obviously, you know, there's players on that team and staff members on that team who are really familiar to us. Uh, we've also got a, you know, we're going to have a strong uh, presence with Team Israel. Also, Israel is another one of the six teams in the field uh, so it'll be exciting it'll be exciting to watch that tournament um, and baseball back in that tournament and what a cool experience for for the guys that are participating but congrats to team usa for being there they, you know it's important that team usa is represented in the olympics is jeremy bleich going to pitch for uh, israel unless he unless we blow him out here first <laughs> <laughs> so we uh as you have seen we you know he is a member of our staff, but uh, has kept himself ready as a pitcher and occasionally will throw uh, live BP or, you know, game speed practice to our hitters. And that's partly for our hitters' benefit, but it's also partly to help him get prepared uh, to be part of Team Israel in the Olympics. And it's really important to him and it's important to us uh, uh, for him also. That's a nice guy to have in your informatics department. A lefty is throwing 90 plus, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it, is a, it is definitely a, a side benefit. And um, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Lorraine, who's one of our professional scouts, uh, is going to be a member of the coaching staff also for Team Israel. So we've got a we got a nice presence on that squad. Well, great. And thanks for acknowledging that. I didn't know some of that stuff, so that's really cool. Uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, Stephen Wright, uh, who I think you traded for him, right, when he was with Cleveland years back? Way back when. when. In Boston. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the numbers look good. I, I, the cool thing about ML, MILB TV, I can watch. Yes, you, you can. can watch. Everyone can watch these games down in the minor leagues. Looks like the knuckleball is pretty good. It, 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 what are you hearing about the, his knuckleball, and is he a viable option for some time down the road this season with the Pirates? Yeah, no, the reports have been good, and the knuckleball is getting you know weak contact and some swings and misses. Is that's what you'd want to see from that pitch? And then the other the other part of it um, is that he's still able to get his fastball in there in the strike zone, and you don't think about that for a knuckleballer as being as important. But I think Stephen would tell you, and we've seen over time that. 
you know, it does help to have one other pitch that you can throw for a strike and use. And Steven has that with his fastball. It's not 95, but it's in the 80s, and he throws it for strikes, and he, he uses that to kind of help manage and get hitters off the knuckleball. Uh, so as you said, he's been really effective, and um, we'll see where it goes. You know, we've got a long season ahead of us, and we know we're going to need um, lots of pitchers to help us be effective. And uh, so far, he's doing his part to put himself in the picture. I was trying to throw you a curveball by the first prospect I'm asking about is a 36-year-old, right? So <laughs> having some fun with that. Uh, O'Neill Cruz uh, down at AA, he's 22 years old. Uh, he's made eight errors at shortstop, but uh, obviously the offense is great. He's stealing bases. He's driving in runs. He's hitting home runs. Uh, this is a, a, such a, a question that's asked you all the time. Uh, is there a point where he's going to come off shortstop and play another position? Is it necessarily need-based with the Pirates? Uh, and sometimes errors don't indicate how a guy's playing defensively. I'm just looking at one number from baseball reference. So yep. give me give me a scouting report on O'Neill Cruz. Well, he's going to play other positions, but has, that has nothing to do whether of whether he's a shortstop or not. I mean, that's the way that's truly the way we think about it is that um, players when they get to that level, you know, with maybe very 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 few exceptions over time uh, are going to get exposed to different spots because we know when it gets closer to the time uh, to come up to Pittsburgh and help us here. It just may be that the opportunity is somewhere else. Or we might need guys to move around the field, as we see all the time in Major League games. So we think it's our duty to uh, make sure that guys get exposure uh, around the field. That'll happen with O'Neill here at some point. Um, but it doesn't mean he's not a shortstop and won't play shortstop and can't be a shortstop in the Major Leagues. Um, he's made a few errors. A lot of them are throwing. So he's working on that. You know, again, th you know, this has been – these guys, these young position players missed a lot of time um, over the last year. And, of course, we included him in as much programming as we could, but it's not the same as playing every day. And so some of that – I think that's what we're seeing more than anything at the minor league level is it's, it's not the skills that have gone away. In fact, in, in a lot of cases, skills have improved because players had a chance to train so much. Um, but what we do see is now that we're playing games every day, um, you know, mistakes game mistakes happen and, rust and rust yeah, yeah like and that would that would show up more on defense and base running and things like that uh so you know i think we think more than more than anything it's just more reps you know just keep playing and he's getting his where he's doing it he's he's been working really hard reports have been really encouraging and positive on his work as you said he's hitting the ball really well which is really impressive because the eastern league especially early in the season is not an easy place to hit um and he's gotten off to a great start there yeah, we're about a month into the minor league season. We're also at the point where we're going to step out 10 seconds for a station ID here on the Pirates Radio Network. Back with Pirates GM Ben Charrington for one more segment. Pirates and Marlins. Pirates going for the four-game series sweep a little bit uh, later on. And i uh, got to ask you uh, the uh, update on the vaccinations going on. I know that uh, carries a big benefit to the team if they can get to that 85% threshold what, what do you got uh, as an update yeah well there's an update there first and first and foremost again i know i've said this before but the you know, in our estimation the most important thing about this is that the vaccination itself is a me is a means of just keeping people safer and so therefore we've recommended it um and because that's that's our most our highest interest is keep keeping people say health and safe uh keeping people safe and healthy uh most importantly now that said um as has been discussed, you know, the league um, has put a marker uh, at 85% when teams get to 85% of their travel party basically um, uh, vaccined. 
then there are uh, some additional benefits that come with that. And, um, you know, it's good news to report that uh, I believe we'll be at 85% by the end of this coming week. Um, so we know we have the player, we know we have the population to be at 85%. In some cases, we're still in that two-week waiting period after second shots and things like that. Um, by the end of the week, this week, we expect to be at 85%. So that's good news because there are things that come with that easier for players and staff families to travel, which is important. Um, you know, look, the baseball season's a long season, and, uh, you know, players and staff are part of dealing with that long season in, in normal times is that occasionally families can join you on the road and things like that, and that, that was just taken away completely. So that's that can come back. That's really good news. Um, you know, people can go out and eat at a restaurant, which sounds like such a simple thing, but, you know, when you're in the middle of a six-month season and you cannot do that, um, you know, it's hard, you know, to feel like you're, uh, you know, kind of uh, trapped in your room at the hotel, so to speak, which has basically been the case for us for a couple of years. So some of that stuff can start coming back, which is nice. Some of the benefits inside the clubhouse, like, uh, you know, just um, resources like saunas and, uh, things, uh, game rooms and stuff, things that players, you know, are a way of either recovering or enjoying themselves over the course of the season can start to come back. So that's good news. You probably see, uh, you know, less masks in the, in the dugout, uh, for example, as we get uh, past that, that, that Friday point, we're at 85. So good news around, all around. Again, most importantly, uh, we feel good that uh, that just means that hopefully we're we're safer, um, you know, as we as we get into that, and uh, and uh, you know, it's as we've worked through it. We said before, this is this has never been a mandate. It's something we've we've really spent a lot of time talking individually with people around. There are legitimate questions, and people have concerns, and they're real concerns, and we want people to have all the information they can be able to ask questions. And ultimately, it's it's people's choice, our players included. Um, in some respects, although you don't expect this to come through. Uh, a conversation about vaccine, but in some in some ways, um, since we have a desire to build those relationships with players and staff, um, it's been <laughs> and and building relationships requires just time and you know going through stuff together. And of course, you don't expect that thing to be a vaccine um, or a pandemic, uh, but sure enough, it has been. And so in some respects, you know, I think our relationships internally within our group have grown from that. I believe that um, just because we've had to work through some of these challenging issues together. And I think that and I hope that uh, that will have benefits for us down the road. We've got about two minutes left, Ben. I wanted to add on to that. And, and I think all of us, hopefully, uh, if you haven't been affected uh, by COVID uh, with a family member ill or or you, know, you don't even want to think about someone passing away. But um, the mental effects of uh, the pandemic with a ball team, you mentioned the game room. And I know this sounds really elementary uh, and it pales in comparison to so many of the real life effects. Uh, but a ball club, you think about there going out and having fun uh, and playing game and preparing. Uh, but, but this can add some of the fun back to just outside. Jacob Stallings talked about just having his wife and there are two kids on the road once in a while just to cheer them up and it, and it means something feel connected. and you know we can we think about the pandemic as a as a medical issue and of course it is um, but we also know that there is a uh, mental health impact uh, that comes from all the things that the uh, coronavirus has induced in our society and and the 
the changes it's forced on our lives and other things. And so we have to be mindful of that. And of course, um, you know, because I work for the Pirates, I'm concerned about that for Pirates, employees, for players, et cetera. And some of these things, although they may sound small, like having being able to have your family see you on the road or go out to get a bite to eat or, you know, maybe bring back some of the activities that were part of your routine, may sound, you know, relatively small, but they add up, um, you know, to helping us and players and staff feel a little bit better about themselves over the course of the season, and, and that's good anyway, uh, and we think we'll also um, have some correlation back to the field. Yeah, I think we're all feeling better about uh, slowly but surely uh, getting back to the things we know and love, uh, seeing people again. Uh, it's been great, and it's been great visiting with you, Ben. Thanks again for some insight and some fun knowledge, uh, as always. Always enjoy it, Joe. Thank you. All right, that's Ben Sherrington, Pirates general manager. The Pirates are going for a four-game series sweep of the Miami Marlins. It's going to be Chad Cool against Sandy Alcantara here this afternoon. And uh, the Pirates uh, last swept the Marlins in a four-game series back in 1995. And they're going to try to do that here today as well. We'll have the starting lineups for you. We'll hear from Pirates manager Derek Shelton coming up. That's all coming up on our Pirates pregame show. Thanks again to Ben Sherrington, our Pirates GM. And uh, thanks again to Kale Berger for running everything. Doran Check, our producer engineer, will bring you baseball. Coming up in just a bit from PNC Park, the Pirates and the Marlins right after this here on the Pirates Radio Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.